Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I, every, time, every time there's a, a, a Bond uh, title yeah. with three syllables, I always just sing it to the, to the Goldfinger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even to the point where I go, Moonraker. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Thunderbolt. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Sky high fall. <laughs> Just putting another syllable onto that one. Quantum of solace. <laughs> <laughs> From Russia with love. <laughs> On Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> so we're not doing Bond films. We're not this doing week. Bond films. No, 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 no. We're doing uh, previously existing titles. Yes, yes. So we've uh, we've pretty much lied on the opening sting <laughs> uh, by saying these films have never been made before. These films have, but we're just going on what the title sounds like they could be. Imagine if they hadn't. <laughs> yeah. For just this one week. Imagine if these films hadn't existed and someone came to us with the title Moonraker. But the problem is we don't have the script. Yeah. We don't have the cast list. All we have is the title and a cached version of the IMDb page. Yes. <laughs> like what's left in the tabs of our, <laughs> of our phone. Well, not even that. We're just going, <laughs> starting from scratch yeah. with the title Moonraker. I hope, I hope this, is, this is basically outlined the premise of this week's episode we've done it before <laughs> yeah. we did it with the grapes of wrath we did indeed uh which turned out to be a a murder mystery <laughs> movie is. set on a vineyard vineyard yeah. yeah yeah so yes uh thank you to this week's person who's given us the title moonraker matthew presley they got in touch with us on facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast you can also find us on twitter at life's a pitch show there are social media main social media outlets where you can give us titles we put up a post every week and you give us titles there and put do, your titles in the comments do that do that definitely do that don't just don't just sort of like think oh man they always do this read this thing out on the show do that thing yeah give us a like give us a follow and give us your titles that one that- also so loads of updates on there as well. Yes. That we put up. Right, so shall we get on with some honourable mentions? I'd like that. Honourable mentions. So is, again, this is just actual sci-fi some film titles movies. that people have given us. Yeah, yeah. So from Dylan Knows at Dylan Proko on Twitter, they've given us The Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. Yep. Oh. Now, the immediate thing that comes to mind is, because I've never seen the film The Last Starfighter. Yeah. Boxing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, the last. <laughs> except that people. This person only challenges celebrities. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was going to go with. He's going to challenge the sun to a fight. <laughs> that would be pretty good as well. Yeah. And there's no wonder, actually, in that case, that he's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but I quite like the celebrity idea, mainly mainly because of uh, Justin Bieber challenging 
Tom Cruise to a cage match earlier on in the year. Also, the previous one, I'm pretty sure we've already done I'm Going to Punch the Sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen to I'm Going to Punch the Sun. If you want that original... The, yeah, there's an episode titled I'm Going to Punch the Sun. Yeah. Um, uh, go back in the, in the archives and listen to that if you want that weird sort of timeline where we go and talk about um uh, when we go and talk, talk about, about a, a person who sun. wants to punch the sun yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um who was it, it was i think uh, it might have been joe pesci no 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 because no, no. joe pesci was the son who grew legs and was really angry it about was it karen gillen karen gillen uh, wanted to punch the sun because sean connery was the head of nasa oh yeah <laughs> i'm the head of nasa i'm the head of the, the most incompetent head anyway yeah i remember that on. that's Go go listen to that episode. It's a good episode. So that's if you want that timeline. In this timeline, it's it's um, <laughs> the last stop. Joe Pesci trying to punch Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so there's there's a trend in uh, movies that the leading man is getting more and more buff, right? Okay, right. So what's been happening is there's it's like TMZ, right? Like three mm. three mile zone. By the way, that's what that stands for. Three Mile Zone. Three Mile Zone, Hollywood. That sounds like something that came out in the Cold War era, it though, when a nuclear bomb <laughs> was dropped. But actually, it's the Three Mile Zone that com- comprises Hollywood, uh, like the, wow. the, the the you know the the place that the stars go. Um, it's a three mile area. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so TMZ little, you learn something new every little day little fact there for you Tom little yeah. fact there for you um, so yeah TMZ um, it's it's like TMZ except it's more hardcore okay right? instead of just reporting on on celebrities dealings mm. they want to fight them <laughs> And it's an online forum and everything is a whole community of people mm. who have been going about and I think Joe Pesci lives in the Hollywood area. Not Joe Pesci plays a very sort of like downtrodden. He's a janitor. Okay. Lives he used in... to be a film star. Um, no, no. Like no? he is. Um, just he's just going about his business when yeah. Tom Cruise opens his car door as he's riding his bike to work. <laughs> knocks his bucket over. Like knocks because he's got his bucket right. So think about this, right? John John Pesci. Joe Pesci is yeah. is riding his little bike. Right, it's a little too. It's too small for him, even. Mm. Right, because he can't afford a bigger bike, and um, <laughs> he's got his he's got his ladder on the side. Yeah, like a like a window cleaner. Mm. He's got buckets either side as, as well. I've yeah. got his. I've got his like that clean... are full because he, there's no water anywhere. Yeah, yeah, in Hollywood, exactly. it's all it's all champagne. Exactly. Yeah, he's got his buckets. They're full of soapy water. He's spent because he's he's living basically hand to mouth. You know, yeah. this this cleaning liquid is very important because he's got to go and clean the the head teacher of the local school's Porsche, right? Um, who uh, the head teacher? Of the I was lo- going to say he's the guy who cleans the stars. Oh yeah, you know, sure, on, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah Hollywood absolutely. Boulevard. Good yeah, idea. Yeah. That's really really good. He's going to clean their clocks later. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> he's so he's he's doing that. He's he's riding to work. Tom Cruise. Bam! Out of his Maserati, <laughs> playing himself. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Uh, wait, do Maseratis have the doors that go up? I don't know. It, not this yes. one. Not this one. Because Tom Cruise just like opens his door. Joe Pesci goes flying over the over the uh, over the door, mm. right? And uh, Tom Cruise is like, "What the hell? Are what are you, you riding a bike for? Are you riding a bike for? You know what? You've damaged my car. I'm taking your bike." <laughs> he just throws it in his Maserati. <laughs> yeah. 
drives off to the set of Mission Impossible 10. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe is doing. Oh, I can't believe that. How am I going to make a living now without my bike? It's the film The Bicycle Thieves. We know. We now know who stole the bike in the bicycle feet. The Fellini film from the 50s, yeah, 60s. absolutely. It was Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise did it. It was all, all manner of stars. Because what happens is he's walking to work and, and uh, 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 someone walks up behind him. It's, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. And she says, uh, she says, I saw that. <laughs> Aren't you, uh, I hear Twitter's pretty big now. <laughs> you should probably challenge him to a fight. <laughs> it makes you angry, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> makes you really angry. They think they're above us, don't they? Yeah. And he's like, but you're Rebel Wilson. <laughs> no, no, she's playing a, a down-to-earth <laughs> oh, damn person. It. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe it is Rebel Wilson. I mean, she does play a down-to-earth uh, yeah. person all the time. <laughs> she's like... Not like me. I'm I'm basically sort of B to C list. <laughs> Those are A star lists, if anything. They think they're above us. They think they're gods. Yeah. Hey, why don't you get onto this forum? <laughs> Gives him a link. <laughs> and he he it's it's very much like in hackers or mm. Blade or The Matrix, where there's a subculture. Yeah. Um, and he of people wanting to fight. Yep. Uh, celebrities. C- celebrities. Yeah. yeah. But. This is the problem, right? So he starts like training. Hmm. He's Joe Pesci. He's, he's he's in this he's in this underground club. Yeah. Um. And there's like uh, what are those called? The punching bags, punching and, bags. and all that stuff. And there's like a boxing ring there that's like got a load of gaffer tape on it and there's stuff. A it's printer. There's a printer. There's a printer so you can print out your your chosen celebrity's face. Oh, right. and put oh okay, it on whatever right. it is. Yeah, that's that's what the printer's for. Yeah. And and only for that. <laughs> only for that. For for. Portrait printing purposes only. (laughs) Nothing else. Nothing else. (laughs) It's an old printer. Carol, have you printed off a Word document? Get out. You're not part of this group (laughs) anymore. Number one rule of punch celebrities club. You you can't punch John Cena anymore. (laughs) You're out. This is the thing. And Carol's like, oh, thank goodness. Because... (laughs) Um, because something's been happening, something's a stir in this community, yeah. and that's the, the the actors that they're playing, they're portraying on film are getting more and more buff because they're they're being made to like you know you've gone from like um, uh, Kevin Bacon, yeah, right, to like Chris Hemsworth, yeah, that's that's the person who I was thinking of when yeah. you said more buff, yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris, even Chris Pratt, someone who who was who was had this vendetta for years against Chris Pratt yeah. is. So annoyed. Yeah, yeah. He's so angry because Chris Pratt is just like he's like I'm. I've been training. He, he, he could have beaten Chris <laughs> Pratt up when he was in Parks and Rec. The, the first few seasons of Parks and Rec, where he was a tubby Chris yeah, Pratt. I've been now training for years. Yeah, and and all you guys told me to wait until I trained proper, but he's got professional trainers. I know. He's 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 a, a piece of meat. He can afford trainers. I can't. No, no, Keith, you'll, you'll, you'll get him. you just got to train harder. Why are all these people Yorkshire? <laughs> because, because they're the only ones with the morals to stand yeah. up to the, to the A-list elite. Something in, like, Joe Pesci challenges Tom Cruise to a fight. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise actually... Like, usually these are just ignored threats yeah. online. 
uh, by this subculture. Yeah, because right. it's like it's like um, one of those uh, conspiracy theories. People they go out with placards with um, uh, like the, the receipts, right? Mm. Where they go, I sent him this challenge and he turned me down. He's a, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a coward. Yeah, <laughs> he's a coward. He's a coward. He won't fight me. Yeah, yeah. There's a constant YouTube stream of people calling him cowards yeah <laughs> yeah tom cruise not one to be known for turning down a challenge yeah he does all his own stunts and stuff fights him he says well i've got some conditions right i fight on my own terms yeah like where where the fight happens yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, and what we can use as weapons yeah and uh, joe pesci's like yeah that's fine where do you want to fight and tom cruise is like on the roof of the tallest building in Los Angeles. Yep. Right. And, and our weapons... <laughs> and our weapons are helicopters. Uh, uh, well, the, here, here are the list of weapons you can have, right? Yeah. Helicopters. Yeah. Um, a, a briefcase which has an Uzi in it. Yeah. And the, we, we both get all of these. And... A bucket. And a bucket. Yeah. A bucket and ladder. Yeah. So Tom Cruise turns up with his helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and the Uzi and a suitcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a David and Goliath story. Yeah, because because basically what happens is Joe Pesci puts his ladder up to the to the to the helicopter yeah. and climbs it and hits him over the head yeah. with a bucket, knocking him off the building. Yeah. Tom yeah. Cruise falls to his death, or does he? He, like, he, he like, falls. He falls out of frame, right? Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, like you see, it started raining by then, mm. and you can you can see Joe Pesci on his knees, like because it's been this long, uh, long fight, mm. right? This long fist fight. It's got really scrappy, and Joe Pesci's bleeding from his eye, yeah. and like, um, uh, and he's he's kneeling on the top of the biggest building in Los Angeles, whatever yeah. that is, um. And we all know the one. Yeah, we all know the one. He got blowed up in Independence. He got State. blowed up, big blowed up, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, he, he's kneeling on this roof as it's rain's pouring down, right, in the mm. middle of summer. Got like this tropical storm thing going yeah, on. Yeah. And he's like, ah, ha, yes! <laughs> uh, as, as like, as just rain streaming down his face, like that scene in V for Vendetta. Yeah, and yeah. his bucket, you can see in the foreground, is filling up with yeah, rain. Yeah. And like, he's like, I did it! I've killed Tom Cruise, um, and and then, and then uh, you from from the uh, uh, so the, and then like I, I think we cut to black, hmm. fade up on um, a red carpet. Okay. Oh right. So he's now become a celebrity because because he's beat Tom Cruise. They were shooting. <gasps> This the was movie. The, this was the climax to the to, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible 10. Ten. Oh, what a great twist! Tom Cruise had uh, set up this elaborate cult. Oh. <laughs> Just wow. to get to get his next villain, because no one wanted to punch Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's that's a fantastic twist that no one saw coming. No, no, it's good. it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> if you if you if you watch the film back. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's kind of fridge it's... logic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of works. There we go. The last Starfighter. And that's Shyamalan. Right, so from David Robert Graham, we've got Gattaca. What? Gattaca. Yeah, yeah. I've never even heard... I don't know how to... I can't imagine how to spell this. It's starring Ethan Hawke and uh, Uma Thurman, I that believe. That doesn't help me with how you spell it. From what I've... G-A-T-T-A-C-A. 
Gattaca. From what I've seen of it, it is Ethan Hawke walking around a very empty building but, in the future. But Tom, and Uma Thurman is also there. That word doesn't mean anything. I know. <laughs> so what are we supposed to do with it? Well, Gattaca could be the name of someone. Sure, but so could Keith. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, well, yeah. Gattaca. Okay. All right. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Because <laughs> um, I don't. It's actually not pronounced Gattaca, though. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. I can't. I can't wait for this. <laughs> so, um, uh, they. It, it is the the near future. And, um, uh, like, Earth is just starting to, um, uh, make its first forays onto landing on other planets, exploring, um, other, like, uh, I say the near future, you know what I mean? Colonizing. Yeah, colonizing stuff. And and then also starting to work on, like, drives that could potentially take them to other galaxies. Okay. Okay. Um, and, uh, there has been, and this is a separate cinematic universe thing yeah right some other film covers this yeah or maybe we just have this as a, as a prequel thing or maybe this is part of the film i don't know pre-credit but sting they get to mars yeah and uh they, they start to settle mars and they discover in the dirt like uh, as they've started settling these things pop out of the ground yeah right and they they say this is as far as you go oh shit Right, they're they're like um, they're like force fields. People yeah. on Mars are trapped on Mars, right? Yeah. Uh, they're like these huge pylons that have a big sign that says, "This is as far as you go, humans." Why? Oh, shit. Your home planet is already infested with a dangerous life life form uh, that's been piggybacking on your trying to get back out into the stars. We consigned it to your planet, yeah. and it's dangerous. Yeah. And tough luck, humans. Tough luck, humans. Yeah. Until they're all gone. You can't do anything about it. That's the tagline of the movie. Right? Good yeah. tough luck humans. Tough luck humans until they're all gone. Yeah. Right? Um, and everyone's like, well, who is it? What is it? Like, uh, is it like, uh, and there's scientists all over speculating like, uh, um, I think it could maybe be like, uh, maybe it's fleas or, or ticks that could, could spread disease. Maybe it's just the concept of disease. Maybe we need to cure everything and, and rid ourselves of mm. hostile bacteria before we get out into space. Yeah. It's very logical, in fact. Um, and then uh, uh, they got other people, like generals, being like, "We're working on trying to take down these force fields." I think I know what it is. I I already know what it you is. You already Tom. know what it is. Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah, if you want. Is it the moon? Nope. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's I'm so fact. annoyed. It's not the moon. <laughs> um. Uh. But Jeff Goldblum. Is <laughs> is it Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> but he's he's a scientist who believes that in ancient tablets he's found the answer. Okay. Right. He's like, we've been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> They're called alligators. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, he, he's in. The, he's in. The, he, he goes to like a, a, a biological sciences thing so where this... they've got a load of st- animals around, right? And he's like, right. they're called alligators. And then uh, he's say, saying to this room full of scientists, yeah. and then the the cages that the uh, alligators are in crack, 
right? Yeah. And these things stand oh, up on hind legs, shit. balancing them with their tails, and get out a shotgun. And, and more than <laughs> more than we ever knew existed yeah. come out of the swamp. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, like... Why do you think they've been in the sewers, yeah. swamps, zoos? They all start arming themselves. Well, there's those, um, there's those alligators in Florida who have been eating meth. <laughs> Although, no, it's not, it's not just that. We'll get to those yeah, in yeah, a minute. Yeah. It's not just that. It, this is like they live, right? Yeah. In the... <laughs> Only Alligators the... have been infiltrating our society yeah, yeah. for years. Only the only the ones in the room, though. Like when Roddy Roddy Piper insults that woman in the in the grocery store. Oh yeah, yeah. Only the ones in the room in the bank and stuff. Yeah. Only the ones in the room know that the the these scientists now know. Yeah. So they're trying to kill all the scientists before the word gets out. Oh shit! So they're like trying to oh, they're shooting God. the place up. Bang so bang bang. Jeff Goldblum doing his own stunts. The Flips around the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, and people are being devoured by these giant alligators that, that like double in size. Oh fucking hell! This is chaos. And then, and then the alligators are like we must warn the others that <laughs> people know and people know. Start destroying all these biologists and, and all these stands, and only like Jeff Goldblum and one other person managed to get out. Uh. And they, they're like they're on the run in on on kind of a gator planet or sorry, <laughs> gator planet. Um, <laughs> And then they've got to become the Gattackers. <laughs> wow. There's a few on Mars, isn't there? Yeah, of course there are. They're, they're, they're taking them up for biological experiments. Yeah, yeah. And they were, the scientists were subtly influenced that they, they're the ones that should be tested out on Mars. Because mm. they're cold-blooded and, of course, they're, you know... You know yeah. I mean, they can walk on, on the Martian soil without really Worrying dying. about it, yeah. Yeah. They're fine. Every, every, all the humans are confined to domes. Yeah, exactly. But but alligators, they're absolutely fine. Yeah. And that's why they've been locked down. Um, and so the Earth has to begin this war against the alligators. And this is It's much like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Where it's like, this is the beginning. Yeah. And, and this is based on a film made in the 60s. Yeah. Called Planet of the Gators. <laughs> yes. Uh, at some point, um, they like they're they're march- marshalling their forces against them, and then they what they don't realise is that these giant what giant gators who are walking down uh, through the streets, mm. they get up on their hind legs and their stomachs open. Yeah. And then this big giant gun with like a mini gun, <laughs> and it's like shit. It's a Gatling Gattaca. <laughs> yeah, I just really like the idea of. Um... Like a kind of War of the Worlds thing where a boat goes out yep. and then is immediately swallowed by a giant alligator. Yeah, yeah, It's, been, it's been, been hiding in, in the, the Atlantic. Atlantic Ocean all this time. Yeah. That's what uh, Godzilla is. Yeah. Um, uh, like, that's what the, where the story of Godzilla came from, yep. is that someone had seen um, Got a, a Gattaca. Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Gattacas. <laughs> He's screaming at a Statue of Liberty that's just a <laughs> giant alligator. Well, that's in the, that's in the next two. It's a, it's a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a trilogy of movies. Yeah. It's a trilogy. <laughs> we're making billions from that. Yeah, we are. It's yeah. going to go for it. People love it. We'll make so much money that we can sell it to Disney. Yep. Oh, man, wouldn't that be the way? Yeah. Right. Remember who pitched it? Disney. <laughs> or, as I saw on a... On a, on a, uh, on a Facebook advert. As yeah. I saw on a Facebook advert for a hoodie. Yeah. Drugs. <laughs> Walt Dealer. <laughs> uh, 
think about it. <laughs> my favourite T-shirt. <laughs> it's drugs. Just, Walt in the Disney, dealer. in the Disney font, it was just drugs. <laughs> Walt dealer. Like, come on. And it was like the Disney castle, except it was a cannabis leaf. Right? Yeah. Or was it? No, I don't think it oh, was. Was it just I the think, Disney Castle I logo? I think you've designed that better than them. <laughs> with just your assumption about it. <laughs> it was just pictures of Disney ca- characters, but they were all had like spliffs in their mouth and stuff. Wow. Or all like wobbly, like they're all a, a trip. Yeah. Um, uh, one of those, one of those drugs trips. Mm. Um, and they just said drugs, Walt dealer like try harder yeah stoners yeah try harder (laughs) that's not their that's not their remit really try harder they've clearly tried hard enough to want to make a bloody hoodie and t-shirt manufacturer yeah fair enough Okay, so those were our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. We had quite a few, uh, quite a few real film titles being given to us. <laughs> I mean, that's the idea. <laughs> yeah, that is the idea. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun uh, as always doing this. I, yeah, it's, it's one of the genres now we'll probably do more of. Yeah, Because it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, remember, you can go give us titles when we post up genres every week on our Facebook and. Twitter page that's uh, facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and Twitter at life's a pitch show as well. So, right, we now move on to our main pitch of the show, which is from Matthew Presley and it is Moonraker. Moonraker. Right. I only immediately got the image of, you know, the, you know, the, um, uh, was it John Lewis advert? From with the, a, old, old, with man the old, the moon. old man on the moon. Old man sitting on the bench looking really lonely. Yeah, and and that would lead me to someone who would be, like, uh, you know, doing metal... De- you know those guys on the beach? Like, yeah, yeah, like metal detecting. Metal detecting, yeah, yeah. but on the moon. But on the moon. Uh, the thing is, when I thought of this, yeah. because we were also given the title Moon as well. Yes, um, by Duncan Jones. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Sam Rockwell. Well, by us. By... <laughs> <laughs> like um I was thinking someone who rakes the moon yeah like a farmer and that's essentially what Sam Rockwell does in that movie <laughs> so it's but with clones um spoiler alert for moon <laughs> a film that came out 10 years ago <laughs> so um moonraker yeah um i'm going to say it's russell crowe russell crowe all right russell crowe it has been um, so, okay. Russell Crowe is um, this is again the new near future. Yeah. Okay. Um, this time it's not going to have any ancient aliens in it. That's okay. a promise for you. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, is that going to be the bonus? I don't know. Um, Russell Crowe is is uh, an astronaut, right? But he's not like this high flying NASA astronaut because yeah. it's the near, near future, right? Mm. SpaceX has happened. Like yeah. um, uh, you know. All there are now private astronauts. Ast- astronauts are treated like taxi drivers. They not quite, not yeah. quite, but they can be, right? Yeah. Like they, they're, they're certainly it's certainly something you you specialize for, you train yeah. for for ages. They're treated thinking like you're gonna be regular air pilots. Sort of, yeah. Like yeah. it's still got the legacy. Like we're in 2050, let's say, right? Yeah. It's still got the legacy of like Neil Armstrong, where everyone wants wants to of a certain generation wants to be one. Yeah. But Russell Crowe. Um, like became one and it's like getting your degree right now yeah yeah where it's like everyone's got one everyone's got one yeah. and now like there are loads of, it's, it's a saturated market yeah. and um, like uh, he, he, he's now looking for work he's out he's an out of work astronaut yeah right and he's on he's on the sort of 
doll queue for astronauts. And obviously, the moon isn't important anymore. That's been done. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's not been like settled or anything. Although, like, some of it has. There's a space colony, and that's you can go there like Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Um, but um, other than that, it's still just the same rock. Think Futurama. Yeah. Yeah. The moon in Futurama. It's a, it's a theme park Yeah. for people. <laughs> is that the one where he's like, the, the joke is that he's going to... Uh, Zing, zoom, straight to the moon. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> that and, like, just completely revised history. Yeah. Like, we're whalers on the moon, we carry a harpoon. <laughs> it's completely like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's not quite that bad, but it's like, it's, it's very much like, oh, here's a, here's a small museum for people, uh, mm. uh, for the people who got us here. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, a couple of rides. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, and a lot of like telescopes oh I can see my house from here sort of stuff right yeah like uh, Flamingo Land yeah yeah very much like which is a zoo first a theme park second although everyone goes for the theme park (laughs) yeah so um, anyway uh, he's been contracted Mm. um, to go up to the moon to to take a shuttle flight to the moon yeah Um, and uh, it's a bunch of like Small print he doesn't quite have time to look into because he's he's in he's looking after his children, right? Mm. He's a single father, he's looking after his two children, and he is um like got no time whatsoever. Because yeah. he's working as a janitor yeah. uh, for his for the, for the kids' school. He's away for like weeks on end going yeah. to the moon. Whenever he can. Yeah. Right? But he can't always get the work. Mm. That pays okay, but the janitor is consistent. Yeah. Right, so like he'll he's the janitor at the kids' school, um, and then he like whenever he gets any work. I'm thinking he was like a space fighter pilot. Like I'm thinking it's and, it... and his call sign was Moonraker. Sure, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I okay, so I'm I'm thinking he's like yeah, don't worry, don't don't worry, kids. Soon the the the, the ship's gonna come in, you know. We're, we're, I'm gonna get some more astronaut work, and yeah. and I'll be able to buy that new toy. Uh, and, <laughs> they want and, a Buzz Lightyear 2.0. Yeah, exactly. That from, actually does take <laughs> from Toy Story space. Seven. Yeah. Um, and uh, Un- unnecessary, but still great. Yeah, Toy Story Seven, but, but still works. Yeah, yeah, it's, competent as it's, a film. It's still a great, competent film. Toy Story Seven it didn't need to be made. Don't know why it's been made. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, uh, the yeah. So Russell Crowe's like, don't worry, kids. Uh, soon, soon there's going to be another astronaut job, and and he's the kids are getting teased because their dad's the janitor in their school, right? Mm. So like, he's he hates his life sucks. Yeah. And then someone co- approaches him with this contract. Um, and I don't know who this person is. Probably Ben, ben Mendelsohn, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, um, we've got this opportunity for you. Right. Do an impression of Russell Crowe. Hello, it's me, <laughs> oh, Russell no, Crowe. No, that's not what you were doing I was, just, I was, doing, I was doing Ben Mendelsohn's voice, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah, you really, you really rammed yourself into an impression corner there. <laughs> I really have. Uh, come on, kids, it's me. Uh, Russell Crowe, uh, and then <laughs> Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, I've got this contract for you, uh-huh. uh, Russell Crowe. Well, you could be Russell Crowe. There you are. Okay, I can be Russell Crowe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've yeah, got this contract well. for you. It's, it's good work. It's good consistent okay. work. You could be. Uh, you could take your family with you, even. 
Okay, uh, if well, you want, they've been they've been wanting to go to the moon for for some time. Well, they are uh, just sign here this uh, suspiciously long contract. And okay, yeah, I won't I won't worry. read it because I'm just desperate. You've got for the not work. got any time, have you? No, yeah. no, I've got no time. I sort I made sure of that. I mean, sorry, you visited yeah, me at the school at my yeah. at my place of regular work, and, and the uh, the uh, the head teacher's chatting you from down the corridor. Yeah, it's, either it's, sign it now or I'm gone. I'm very suspicious of you, but I've got no other choice. <laughs> So um, he he's like, all right, I'll see you on Wednesday because yeah. when you when you take your first flight. Yeah. So he blasts off in this. Russell Crowe. Yeah, he, yeah. he blasts off, takes his family with him. Yeah, yeah. And is, is there like a whole other, like a plane, or is it just him and his family? Um, it's he's he's it's just him and his family. Okay. Uh, uh, for, for this one, and he, when he gets there, there's this tiny dome on the other side of the moon, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Right. Um, which is like um, uh, the on the light side of the moon is Disneyland, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark side of the moon, there's nothing. Just a dome. Nothing here. Yeah, just a small dome which houses his house. Okay. Right. right. It's just it's just living there. Yeah. And um uh, and like he gets there and there's a there's a a thing on this thing it says uh, from from Ben Mendelssohn so he'll voice it it's mm. um, there'll be deliveries of oxygen every to pick to pick up every uh, month yeah but uh, I'm gonna need to see some progress on the on the design before you've uh, before before that'll be delivered and the then design like, of what and then asks he, Russell Crowe unfurls this uh, out from out, and then because he uh, he's thrown the the, the uh, envelope to the side, yeah. his kid Millie Bobby Brown like picks up the envelope and something drops out of it, yeah, unfurls it, and he's like, "What the hell have I got us into?" Oh no! It's a picture. Um, it, it, it's just a design of the the dark side of the moon, mm-hmm. um, with lines on it, yeah. that just say "fuck Earth." <laughs> You're right, Russell Crowe would go, what the hell have I got us into? Because I wouldn't know what to do with that. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a, he's got a dig, right. he's got a There's dig There's been channels. no information given so far about what he's doing. There's... Right, right, right. So he, Russell Crowe has <laughs> yeah. signed this thing which he's not read. He's been given, he's, he's, he's been... flown to the dome in the moon. He's been in given. Which... <laughs> All right, let me finish. Yeah. In which Ben Mendelsohn has said, we'll send you oxygen every month. With with a poster, seemingly no. that just said "fuck Earth" on if, it. No, this is the thing. You'll send you oxygen if, every month if we see the design has been continued, right? If you if what you're design? It's a picture of the moon. Yeah. With schematics, and he's he's got like shovels outside and stuff. Oh, right. And machinery. Okay. With schematics for a trench that just spells out the words "fuck Earth." <laughs> As why? <laughs> <laughs> and Ben Mendelssohn comes on the TV. His face comes on the TV. A pre-recorded message. It says, "I hope you like your new abode." <laughs> I've got some information that says that the polarity of the moon is about to shift in three months' time. Oh, so we've got to get it done before the light side is going to become the dark side, and the dark side is going to become the light side of the moon. Oh wow! So. So what's happening to the theme park? It's going to go into the dark side of the moon. That's yeah, going to yeah. shut down. Oh crap! This is this is um, uh, like Earth. He doesn't realise, but Ben Mendelsohn works for Earth's equivalent of Walt Disney. 
Okay. Right? The moon, he's set up this moon theme park and business has been dwindling, mm. right? But this guy now lives on fucking Mars 3. Yeah. Right? Um, and so doesn't care about his, doesn't care about the, anything <laughs> left on Earth. <laughs> Where is Mars 3? Uh, it's in a different galaxy. All right, fair enough. I don't know. <laughs> in, in 31 years' time. <laughs> he, basically, this Walt Disney, right, character... Yeah, yeah. We've, we'll see this beforehand. Is this Ben Mendelsohn? Sure. Yeah. He was in disguise before. Okay. Um, but, like, he owns the, um, the this Disneyland thing, but he's been banned from operating on Earth, mm. right? Uh, he now lives on Mars. Like, him and his family now live on Mars. Yeah. And um, he's been banned from operating on Earth because of bad business practices. Yeah, yeah. And, um, like, they tried to shut down his moon, but it was only because of the the fact that the moon doesn't have any laws mm. that um uh that, that like he he's still allowed to operate there. It's a terrifying theme park in which people <laughs> go around with weapons. People go missing all the time. It's, it's like Westworld but actual danger. But like he's he's planned out that basically once it flips it's just going to be a big sign in the sky that says fuck earth. <laughs> And so I guess, like, like quite a, quite a lot of good sci-fi movies, there is a moral quandary there of should I write fuck Earth, yeah, or should I leave me and my family to die? Yeah, pretty much. He's in that position, uh, and his family so, have to work now as well to try and get it done in time. So him and Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah. and Minnie Bobby Brown, and one of the other kids. From oh, he's a, he's, a, he's a single father. Is he? Yeah. Before you, I you mentioned earlier. Did he? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Bryce Dallas Howard is also a yeah, child she's, as well. She's Bryce Dallas Howard the child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard the child. Yeah. Is, <laughs> is also like, yeah, but we've got to live, darling. He's like, well, maybe, maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we, uh, maybe we just leave it because I, I, we don't I, have enough jet fuel to get back to her. When, when you were, when you were that young, I wouldn't want you swearing. <laughs> I wouldn't want you knowing what the word fuck meant. So. I don't think the rest of the world should too. Um, they're gonna, they, they're giving him right. They've given him just enough fuel to get to the moon. Yeah. Right. No more fuel than that. Mm. And the the deliveries come just far enough away that he's got like enough to get out there and come back with it. Yeah. Um, but not like you know no more. Yeah. And um, like only enough oxygen to keep you going for the next next month. Yeah. Well, he's got a lasso. Yeah, that he can. I I think that he. Down with. I think that the, the 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 a big part of this is that he leaves the kids to basically work on. Uh, he does does the F. Yeah. And they start working, and they start realizing that the the, the pace because it's only two. It's, it's only him and his two kids. Yeah. The pace that is needed to get the next shipment isn't gonna be enough. Yeah. Like because of these bad business practices of big business Ben. Yeah. Right. Um. Like they're not gonna make it, so they're not oh, gonna no. get. So well, when they get to the K, yeah, right, um, uh, they like st- extend the K's thing all the way around so that they do they don't notice. Yeah, right, and they 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 try they they set off with their spacesuits with the rest of yeah. the tanks of oxygen and they to get to the the theme park. Yes, they're trying to get around the other side of the uh, the other side of the moon. Yeah, I quite like. Um... The idea that they're sleeping constantly, so they're using less oxygen, so they're rationing it for this big journey to the theme park. Yeah. And that's when they come into the theme park and it's Danger Town. <laughs> yeah. Where, the, like, it's Mad Max on the moon up there. Yeah. And they've got to get to the to the rocket shuttle to get them off the yeah. planet. 
Meanwhile, this this moon's turning around. Yes. And everyone's panicking. There's a, a big F. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as the lights... <laughs> it just says fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, the moral quandary is lost. <laughs> on Earth, everyone's like, there's a big F. <laughs> What's what's gonna be the next reveal, yeah. right? F U, and then but and then the, Tom Hanks is like, well, that's rude. And then in the meantime, in the meantime, like the lights are going out on Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. right. The lights are going out on Moonbase. So like, um, the, the, every, for every area that's no longer covered by the sun, yeah, crime spikes. People are trying to kill well, each other. It's already pretty crimey yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And well, like the thing is, right? If if the rockets go off. On the dark side of the moon, there won't be enough oil, uh, fuel yeah. to get <laughs> to get to the uh, to get to the Earth. Yeah. So <laughs> to, to the Earth. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's racing with his kids through this dangerous. Uh, yeah. it's, it's sort of like the last sort of third of it yeah. is kind of like like a kind of the warriors esque thing through a theme park. Yeah. Where you've got to get through all these gangs and stuff, mm-hmm. moon gangs. And shit like that. And then I think um, I'm trying to think how how the actual message that they've left can be brought into the into the finale of this film. It just says fuck. I think they. Um, <laughs> I think that they like because it's a big channel, right? They've been mm. digging out. So they're gonna have to pour something into it, like this glowing material. Yeah. Because um, it's like the only way to. Um, Oh, that's it. So the only way to get rid of um, uh, to to get the the, the fuel yeah. that's in the center of this Disney place that's been fu- powering all this time is to 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 get in and get it out. They've got to vent the core of this glowing blue moon rock liquid. Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, it would flood the entire it would flood the entire thing. There's nowhere for it to go. Yeah. Like and it, and and uh, Ben Mendelsohn's like. It just so happens I've spent the entire the last two months of my life digging a trench, <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls a lever yeah. and it just flows out into the this radioactive liquid, all the vents out into the into the cave. It's all joined up. And I think right Ben to... Mendelssohn falls into that liquid. Yeah, and he goes, "I should I shouldn't have wasted my life." <laughs> <laughs> but then Millie Bobby Brown knows how to uh, fly the plane because she wants to be just like her dad. So yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, there's that whole thing. Yeah, gets all the survivors from this dangerous uh, theme park theme park into uh, back back to Earth. There we go. There you are, Moonraker. Moonraker. <laughs> fuck. Moonraker. <laughs> it just says fuck. It just says fuck. Enjoined up writing. Yeah. A la, a la Disney. <laughs> a la uh, Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all, folks. That kind of <laughs> style. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be called Moonraker or uh, like subtitled The Day the Moon Said Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a film idea. <laughs> so that film idea has got legs. Yeah. Um so you can pitch that to all the big uh, the big execs. Yeah, yeah. So um that was that was that was that was Moonraker. Was Moonraker. The day the, colon, the, the, day day the, the moon, moon said, said fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, hope you've enjoyed that that movie yeah hope you enjoyed it and hope you've enjoyed the rest of the show folks mm. um, if you did be sure to let us know on Facebook uh, at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show and if you would do a big review on it 
uh, wherever you got it. Yeah. On your on your on your chosen. I know it's all become quite decentralized now, but you know you've got your Apple Apple Podcasts and stuff. You can yeah, leave, yeah. A, leave a review well, on. Well, there's a review I've got here from Apple Podcasts. Oh. Someone's left us a review, a five star review. Five so stars. If you go to if you go to Apple Podcasts anyway, because this is the only place that I know of that does reviews. Yeah. Five stars, please. Yes. If, if you want. If it's up to you. That's as many stars as you can give. It's up to you, but if you really want to help us out, five stars. It's not up to you. At least. Um, and then uh, write a little write a little review. And like like this one, I may read it out. Uh, so this is Sean Witten saying, uh, Very fine deployment of tropes, but you certainly don't need to be a film buff to enjoy this. Ah, It's, it's, re- it's really true, nice. because, because like... As as many of the listeners of the show well know, mm. I've never seen a film. No, he's he's never seen a film. Never seen C- a film. Can you believe it? Barely know what one is. Yeah. Um, but uh, thank but you. You love bloody Ben Mendelsohn. I don't love you? bloody Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah. Be your business, bloody Ben. I'll <laughs> tell you what, mate. I'll tell you. And I'll tell you another thing. If you really want to support the podcast, maybe you can show it to one of your bloody friends there. Yeah, show it to one of your bloody friends. Yeah, show you one of your bloody friends, or maybe you can even go over to. Patreon.com forward slash Lives of Pitch Podcast. And uh, support us monetarily by giving just uh, a little bit of money each month. Uh, you get bon- you get bonuses for doing that. So uh, $1 a month, you can vote on the genre each week. I tell you what, bloody, $3 a month gets you a bit of behind the scenes. 5 gets you a bonus pitch every week and a bunch right. of bunch of movie commentaries. So It's crazy. Think about that for a bit. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for joining us, Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, no, Blake, you didn't think we had a guest on this week, I'm but just, uh, we've got actor from Hollywood, Ben Mendelsohn. I'm just uh, happy to have a job. Yeah, fair, you, you are. Uh, you're right. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Ben, and thank you to all our patrons um, who uh, are, are making the podcast possible, to be honest. Um, so uh, thank you very, very much to all these people. And you know what? As an extra bonus... To getting your flipping, getting all that bonus content, you can have your name read out on the show, just like these people. Mihir Trevetti, my waste of talent. I'll crunch my own bisque before I let somebody else raise my kids. Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross Originals saying, don't forget the bonus pitch. Stephen D. Thomas. Sam McKillman. Prime Minister, it looks like these husks contain a deadly hallucinogen. Little Jimmy Scrambles, good news. Your lungs are totally bisque free. I'm sorry, Jimmy, but your sister didn't didn't survive the debisking surgery. Brent Black, Janet, can you believe how cheap this house was? Hauntingly cheap. Owing to the bisque crisis, we are today declaring martial law. Joseph Hegarty, we are issuing a nationwide recall of wheat bisque products. Prime Minister, tear down that bisque statue. <gasps> Alex S- NSFW. Peter Huskerton, you are under arrest under suspicion of murder. Mavis, have you heard? Breakfast ghosts overran the sodding prison. <laughs> I heard that our Pete did it. Choked his own ex-wife with husks. <laughs> what do you mean Scotland has declared itself an independent bisque state? Are you giving these characters now? Yeah, he, I'm giving, is... <laughs> As uh, I got towards the end there, because I've, yeah. I've done this I've done this specific list a few times now, Tom. Yeah. I'm starting to develop characters for each yeah, of these people. It's like a little radio play it that's is. been written by Patreon names. By a cult. Yeah. <laughs> Through the medium of Patreon names. That is... That is the strangest way to write a radio play. The way they... I, I feel like this cult is very much like 
a kind of Marble Hornets uh, sort of narrative delivery device. Pretty much, yeah. Terrifying. It feels like an ARG, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? It's really weird. I'm, we're going to start getting like map coordinates at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I've hidden the gold. I've hidden the bisque gold here, Brenda. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was that was real good. Yeah. Uh, so because we've done a a weird flip on the on the thing where Basically we just all ask of- for. As for actual film titles. All of these were Yes Very Clever's, basically. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't Yes Very Clever, it was just, <laughs> this is what we asked for. Yeah. Um, the Yes Very Clever Award is usually something to uh, something we give away to a person who's given us a title based around an existing title, so it's just sort of like, all right, well, what do we do this week? Well... Since we're flipping the script... Yeah, uh, we're going to end the show by giving you a title, the listener. That's right, you... Especially you, Jack, listening to it at work, probably. And you, Emma. Yeah. Listening to it on your commute. Yes. You too, and also everyone else listening, but you you specifically. Especially you too. Yes, especially you too. Yeah. Bono and the Edge. We know you listen. Yeah. Um, Stop stealing our scripts. (laughs) (laughs) They're constantly breaking into the house. (laughs) Um, but yeah we're flipping it so we're giving you guys a title that we've been given all you need to do is write down a pitch for the film we're about to give you on the on the comments for the uh, I'll I'll put a post out with the uh, with the podcast title as uh, with the podcast episode as I always do put it in the comments write a pitch for that movie yeah. Uh, same on some, same on Twitter as well. Yeah, well, and then if the best one, we'll read it out on the show. Yeah, we'll read it out next week. Uh, so, from Reese Hines, we've got your the Hunter from the Future. Your Y O R E Y O R Y O R the Hunter from the Future. Yes. Okay, I'm looking forward to these pitches. That is the. Uh, the challenge we've given you this week, we may continue doing that. Yeah, uh, we'll just see how it goes. See how it goes. See on the response. So, if you like the idea of your pictures getting read out, then firstly, participate in this. Yeah. And secondly, if you like the idea of that continuing to happen, participate in this. Done. All right. So, as always, remember who pitched it. <laughs>